0: We're going to check, check, it, check, check, a microphone, check, 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 a wiki, 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 wiki. We did
1: do it. You and me. Together.
0: together. <laughs> Teamwork. I don't, I don't know what was different except closing it and starting it again.
1: Well, sometimes it's that simple. You know, like when you call, um, the
0: Ghostbusters.
1: No. <laughs> When you call, uh, you know, like when your internet's down or something, and or your computer's not working, and they tell you to turn it off and then turn it on, and make you feel like an idiot,
0: <laughs> the power button. Yeah. Have you tried unplugging it and right. plugging it back in? <laughs> like our IT guys right. at our work. So give me again, give me your best robot noise.
1: Beep boop, beep beep, <laughs> beep boop
0: boop. <laughs> That's good. Cause Was think, that good? Yeah. That's my robot. Oh, you goes fa- so fading.
1: <laughs> that's a good touch. I mm-hmm. like it.
0: Well, I've been recording. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Great.
1: <laughs> Everybody can hear my robot noises. Am I still? <laughs> am I still allowed to drink while we're doing this? Uh, yeah.
0: Am I too close? Too far? No, there. You're perfect. I just want to like get okay. it. I'm really tall, so I feel like a monster. Oh. But now you're pointed at it. So, can I drink? You can't. <laughs> Just don't slam your glass down. <laughs> That's I'll why I be... give you a naipkin. Uh-huh. A napkin. Oh, my gosh. Beep, beep, pop, boop, 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 We're boop. off to a really good
1: start <laughs> so
0: far. So good. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Strange in the City podcast, Thank Addie. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I am really glad that you decided to do this. And yeah. And you said yes.
1: I've never been on a podcast before. Well. This is, you're setting the bar really high for me. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yay. I may never get invited to be on a podcast ever again, especially after this. So <laughs> well, this, is a, this is a really unique opportunity for me.
0: Well, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm really glad. Everybody doesn't know you, mm-hmm. but we met at work. That's right. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me earlier how you hated me. I
1: <laughs> I didn't hate you. I did not hate you. I what I told I told you um, while we were eating dinner that I was a little intimidated by you at first. Why um, you? Uh, I think that, um, but I don't know that it was you necessarily. I think that when I started my my job, did do I need to tell everybody what I do?
0: You don't need to at all. Oh, no. okay.
1: <laughs> we just work together. We work together. And I'm brand new in my field, and um, and I think I was just intimidated by everybody that I talked to at work because you know you want everybody to like you, and you want, um, everybody to think that you know what you're doing, and um, and I think that having to call you and you're uh you're a specialist, uh, <laughs> so at least me, that's in your title. It makes me sound cooler <laughs> than I actually am. And so, I, you know, when, when I talk to you on the phone, you're just very to the point. Because I understand you're a very busy lady at work. I just felt like when I would talk to you on the phone, you were just so, like, direct. So
0: <laughs> It's so funny because in my real life, I'm not that way. I'm like, eh, yeah, let's do whatever. <laughs> I had a friend one time. He called me at work to ask me something. I said, thank you for calling, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is Josephine. And he was like, who are you? (laughs) This is not who I normally expect. Because normally like, hey, how are you? Like, I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Ah." Mm -hmm. Pretty Mm -hmm. weird. Hence the robot noises. (laughs) But at work, I don't know. It's just like the nature of our job, I feel like, has to be really direct and to the point. That's true. So this is the strange in the city. So I know we have some common strange experiences (laughs) through being in Portland. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a weird little city. Mm -hmm. Not really little, but... Weird city?
1: Yep. I would agree. That's the basis of its appeal. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's why I'm still here.
0: You like the weird? Mm-hmm. Strange peeps? Yeah. So you were telling me about a public transportation incident. Yeah. <laughs> and we had the same exact experience, except... Oh, man. Which
1: which. Which experience is this? Because well, I feel like I've had several.
0: This day, I had taken the train and the bus. So I would taken the bus down the express bus. And the bus driver stopped in the middle of the road and was like, where do I turn? And he turned around. He stopped in the middle of the road, turned around, and said to everybody, where, which direction do I go? And we were like, uh, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know your route. And so then he pulled out a map. And looked at the map in the middle of the street. A big bus stopped in the middle of the road. (laughs) I
1: I do remember this story. Yes, (laughs) I do. I think that that mine is not as awesome as yours, though. Mine was... um, It actually happened recently, like probably about a month or so ago. And I, I take the same bus every day to work. And I... Um, was already flustered and running late and I feel like I had missed, I think I had missed the first bus which is not an uncommon occurrence and the next bus came and I get on the bus and it's super crowded. Oh, it was because the max was down. Oh. There was some kind of incident um, and the max was closed and so the bus um, before had just completely driven by us because it was so full and so the next bus came and it was Packed. I mean, it was elbow to elbow, and it's summertime, it's hot, and I get on the bus and I'm like next to, you know, a bunch of sweaty people, and then (laughs) the bus driver, and the bus driver's like, okay, where do I turn? (laughs) And everybody on the bus, (laughs) some people were like, you turn left, and other people, like, there was a lady next to me, and she's like, oh my gosh, really? (laughs) And so, it was a great start and I'm pretty sure it was a Monday. So, it was a great way to start the week, but oh but yeah, I have I have a bunch of them. I figure um, you know, in a few years I might even be able to write like a short novel or something <laughs> about all the different um TriMet experiences that I've had here in Portland.
0: Oh, there's a lady that drives one of the buses from downtown. If I take the train all the way downtown, I take this bus up to where I work. <clears throat> and um this bus driver she is really funny but all of her she has like five friends that get on her specific bus and they all crowd at the front of the door and just hang on to like the bar and they'll all be like hackling and gaggling and cackling or whatever they do <laughs> <laughs> they'll just be like taking up all the space so like no one can get on or get off they're just i get kind of annoyed you
1: know trying to get their girl chat on For trying to problem. get their time you know, maybe they don't see that bus driver very often, so
0: Not they're like, like "Oh, morning. hey,
1: let's go. Uh, let's go visit a Patsy on a bus route."
0: <laughs> Patsy. That
1: seems like a <clears throat> lady bus driver name. Verna. Sorry, Verna? I'm totally stereotyping bus <laughs> bus drivers right now. I apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. All right, so. The whole reason for you coming on this podcast was because you are a foodie. Mm -hmm. And I like to eat food. Yay. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I do. I do like to eat food. But we talked about um, like some different like stories that you had about Mm -hmm. food. And I want to know what is one of the strangest food experiences you've ever had. That could be Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could be a food that you've eaten. It could be anything.
1: Well, I feel like I have... I have a couple um, good experiences. And they actually all involve um, strange foods that have been found at the Asian market. Um, So I have a friend. Well, I have several friends who really like the uh, Fubon Market that's out on 82nd. The what? Fubon. Fubon. F-U-B-O-N. Fubon Market. (laughs) It's great. It's a giant... Asian Market, and it's on it's on eighty second, uh, I believe, over in uh, Southeast Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> and you can get a lot of different stuff there. And I have some friends who go there, um, pretty regularly and they bring back, um, some of the strangest things, um, or just things that I'm not, that I've never heard of or wouldn't have ever dreamt of trying. Um, one of the things that a friend of mine, uh, brought was, and this was a long time ago, he got these uh, eggs. They were they were like hard boiled eggs, but they were called like one hundred year old eggs, which I I hope that that is not true. But they were basically um like these green slimy eggs, and they smelled awful.
0: Uh.
1: And he thought that they were, I don't know, I think he just wanted to experiment with them. And so I remember we were having like a dinner party or, you know, we were all hanging out. Um, I have a bunch of friends that live together. And, and so he got them out and he kind of cut them all up into pieces. And we kind of decided, okay, we're all going to try this, but we're going to do it together. And we all took a bite at the same time. And it was like, just the the most awful taste. I don't know. I, I'm assuming that you have to have an acquired taste for these uh, 100 year old eggs. Ugh, um, are they really 100 years old? I don't think so. I don't know for sure. But um, but yeah, they were just they were really awful. And they were like slimy in your mouth. And the texture was really bad. And but you know what? We all did it together. And well, it's
0: important to stick together. That's
1: right, and it was a it was a great bonding experience, and I am still friends with all of those people. Um, well, that's yeah. good. The other one, um, actually, with the same group of friends, uh, more recently was, I believe it was somebody had uh, durian. Do you know what a durian is? No. A durian is a fruit. Um, it's like the, supposedly one of the smelliest fruits in the world. good smell or bad smell? No, no. Like it smells like, um, gasoline is like the. Why would you eat that? (laughs) Apparently it tastes really good. That's what I'm told. But somebody I think had like durian oil in oil form. And a, a friend of mine had got it so that she could make durian ice cream, but there was still some oil left over, but you just like open the cap. And it smell, it'll make your, if you ever want to play a practical joke on somebody, it makes your house smell like you have a natural gas leak in your house. That's the best way I can describe so it. So it smells
0: like kind of like rotten egg. Yeah, but gassy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like natural. Like there's a gas leak. I thought natural gas smelled like rotten eggs. Does it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't smell lovely.
1: I try not to smell rotten eggs too often, but... <laughs> But supposedly, I still have never tried durian, but I've been told that it's it's okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But it um, does not smell good.
0: Well, I like that you brought up practical jokes. Did you ever do any pranks or practical jokes as a kid? You know, I don't think so.
1: I was a pretty shy kid. Really? I think, if anything, people were probably more likely to pull jokes on me. Oh, <laughs> <But laughs> <Daddy>. I can't. <laughs> I can't even think of anything right now.
0: Well, when I was a kid, I used to go to my friend's house, and I lived in this little town in California, like a little farming town, and we would call the local pizza place and order, like, $60 $60 worth of pizzas and back in like the 90s that was a lot of freaking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and we and actually yeah, we would um order all the pizzas and then have them sent to the neighbor and then watch as he had them delivered to his house and he would have to pay for it
1: all. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that that is so mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're laughing. <laughs> I know. I am. But it, I felt, I mean, I probably owe that poor man a lot of money, but it was really funny. It was and then he really would funny. just take the pizzas? Yeah. And he, would he never,
1: like, tried to figure out who
0: did it? No. or I think I did it twice, and then I was done.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I was a mean kid, kind of. <laughs> and he would pay for them. Yeah, he would do that. He would And pay you guys it. would watch? Yep, from, from the window across the street. Yeah, I this hope that he's living
1: or that he's listening to this. I mean, I hope he's living too. <laughs> was he was he old when you did this? Because he may not be alive he was anymore. He like a dad. Oh, okay, so he's probably still alive.
0: <laughs> you hope he's listening to this right now. Yeah, <laughs> so he knows where to find that girl that <laughs> ordered. Well, we're not going to give away your address or anything. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was a bad kid. I'd pull pranks all the time. yeah you know, when mm-hmm. I was. I w- no you want to know how bad of bad of a bad kid I was? How bad? When I, <laughs> how bad when I was how, <laughs> how bad were you? When I was probably like in 3rd grade, 4th grade, I um snuck up with my friend into my grandma's attic and we like got a cardboard box and we we started a fire in the cardboard box in the attic to make a grill and then we grilled shrimp on it. Oh. But <laughs> yeah. it put it out. Was but, the shrimp good? Yeah. <laughs> It was one of those little like styrofoam blue packages, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was You <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to cook. It was like a it was like
1: a homemade easy bake oven.
0: Yeah. Out of a cardboard box. Yeah. In an attic. So really so
1: <laughs> you were a child genius.
0: Yeah, I was if you that.
1: look at it that way.
0: <laughs> That's true. You were innovative. <laughs> was definitely a child genius. Mm-hmm. Um but you never did anything like that? Like tried what when was the first time you tried cooking by yourself?
1: Um I think that I really kind of started cooking um in high school. Um, I don't remember what grade I was in. I think I might have been a sophomore in high school. And the the high school that I went to used to um towards the end of the year, they used to do this thing called focus week. Mm-hmm. And basically What you would do is like a couple months beforehand, they would give you a list of all these different activities that you could do. So it would basically be a whole week designated. Usually I think it was around May or something where um, you could do different things. Like you could go on a sailing trip or you, um, I remember one of the things was um, going to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland. And then there would be more elaborate trips like, you know, going to Europe or going, you know, to Gettysburg and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and one of the ones I did was um, taking a cooking class. It was like a, a culinary um, thing where for a whole week we did cooking classes and but stuff like that.
0: That was the first time you had learned, like, tried to cook on your own?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, afterward. Were, like, yeah.
0: In grade school?
1: I mean, I don't know if you want to count like making top ramen or, you know, opening a can of chili and putting it in the pot. Like I really for as far as cooking goes, I was definitely a late bloomer. You know, I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, maybe I wasn't. Maybe most people start cooking in high school, but I don't know. Maybe
0: in elementary school, my aunt let me. Um, try and make my own soup so like I chopped up vegetables and like learned how to cut and put like the chicken bouillon in the the boiling water and Mm -hmm. it was probably like I called it salt and pepper soup because I dumped a crap load of salt and pepper in it and they Mm -hmm. ate it Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were like that's pretty good but it was like carrots and potatoes and water and chicken bouillon and salt and pepper they were really nice they were really nice it was probably really bad probably but it was so, like spice, so spicy because there was so much pepper in it. Oh man! <laughs> but I was one of those kids that I like to be creative and messy, and
1: you know, I remember like being really little and having like one of those plastic um, supermarket food sets, and you know, um, where you had like the little cardboard box of cereal, or you know, um, and then you had like plastic fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. And I remember I used to like cook things up and, you know, quote unquote, cook things up and, you know, give them, serve them to my parents and stuff while they were trying to decompress after work and watch the news or something. And then <laughs> I come in with this plate of plastic food and shove it in their face and <laughs> try to make them eat it. Um, but my, you know, I, I feel like my parents weren't big into, uh, you know, cooking, especially like from scratch and stuff, mm-hmm. um, my grandma um used to cook a lot and uh she makes um some really amazing potato salad and I do have an early memory of being in her kitchen and um helping her like cut up potatoes and um I don't think she let me cut anything um but I remember like peeling hard boiled eggs and stuff and um kind of watching her uh in that process and that was really cool um but I didn't start cooking until I took that, I think that focus week, uh, that cooking um, class, and I tried to make homemade pasta. I like wanted to, I wanted to hit the ground running. Yeah, I was like, intense. <laughs> I was like zero to 60. Let's make some homemade pasta. That sounds like a great plan um, because they made it look so easy.
0: Well, I, like Martha Stewart. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Martha
1: Stewart style. Like, you know, <laughs> this
0: is super and easy. I don't even
1: think I knew who Martha Stewart was at the time. And I remember being in my kid, my parents' kitchen and I, it was a disaster. You know, I had the flour on the counter and I made the well, you know, and you're supposed to put like eggs in it and you kind of gradually add the flour and you're supposed to mix it and... Um, and I just, it just did not turn out. It was like a really, it was like a soupy mess and it was stuck to my hands and it was all over the countertop and I didn't know how to fix it. (laughs) And so I think I just ended up throwing it away. And then I just kind of learned to like start small and, um, and I think I might've like stopped cooking for a while after that.
0: I it traumatized you.
1: Yeah. I think I was like, okay, you know, don't quit school. Like, you know, <laughs> get an education. <laughs> cooking is obviously not your forte. Um, and then it, I think it was college. College was really like living on my own and having to cook for myself is really when I started to, um, when I really started to learn how to make other things. And I don't want to say anything inappropriate. You might edit it out or
0: Mm.
1: I can swear
0: or it's like, I don't know. I don't want to, we keep it at the like 1997 PG 13.
1: Oh, okay. So I can say like, I don't know. What did they say? (laughs) 1997 (laughs) PG 13 movies. We should Google that. Damn it. (laughs) Crap. Crap. (laughs) Making 1997 sound like it was really, really mellow or I think it was
0: yeah and I mean because in 1997 what did like never been kissed came out and really is it that old like 1998 right maybe clueless clueless, was it clueless like 97 yeah and we're probably getting these all wrong but <laughs> and I don't, I don't think that they said any real bad curse words yeah like maybe damn like, it maybe maybe not I don't know, I just remember never been kissed and um seeing Drew Barrymore. Mm. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. I think that was 2000, but um, whatever Michael 1997 <laughs> 2000, <laughs> whatever Michael Vartan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was like, I want him. I had a
1: couple of friends who had a big crush on him. Oh, yeah, so good looking.
0: Are you kidding? This is not Rawr. my style. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the blonde guy, yeah, the blonde, blonde,
1: blonde, skinny, blue-eyed. blonde, skinny, blue eyed guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm totally alienating my audience here. <laughs> I'm sorry. No but offense.
0: Your boyfriend now, does he he's lighter hair, right? He
1: he is. Yeah, he's uh he's a ginger. He's a redhead. A ginger? Yeah. I've never dated a ginger before.
0: Now you're stuck with him.
1: And now I'm stuck with him. <laughs>
0: and I'm okay with that I had a couple gingers interested in me and I was like "Eh, can I do it yeah I could do it they're nice yeah pretty nice but um I did want to talk to you just about maybe your strangest experience with a boy like have you ever made a boy cry yeah
1: um a long a long time ago I mean maybe I have and I just didn't know it like maybe they've cried in secret (laughs) you know or at least that's what I like to think um I, the only time I remember making a boy cry, I think was in, uh, was my very first, uh, I don't know, quote unquote boyfriend we were in like sixth grade. So I don't know if you want to call that a real relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we dated for like two months or something and I can't quite remember the circumstances, but he got mad at me for talking to another boy at school and he called me on the phone and he told me, um, you know, how wrong it was. And, oh, he thought that we were like dating on the side or something, you know, like some elementary, you know, drama.
0: Like dating on the side. Or,
1: you know, cheating, I guess. Oh, he thought you whatever, were cheating? Whatever people call it these days. Um, <laughs> dating on the side. Cheating. Um, You're open to your options. That's, well, <laughs> now, now. So, he called me and confronted me about it, and I, and I, which it was, it was all bogus. I, the person that he thought that I was cheating on him with, was like half my size and, <laughs> and not attractive. I mean, how attractive can you be in sixth grade? But I mean, really. But, you know, I called him out on it, and I made him feel really bad about it, and, and I hung up on him.
0: You hung up on him? I
1: hung up on him, and this is, you know, before cell phones, and he called right, he called back, you know, like a couple minutes later, and he was just sobbing on the phone, and he was like, I'm so sorry, please forgive me, Um, you know, I, I don't remember exactly, and I just said, nope, sorry, and then I hung up on him. <laughs> and
0: for the second time for the second time oh yeah oh my gosh and
1: i and i didn't feel bad about it and that was you know looking back on it like i might have handled it a little bit differently but i was like 12 i don't you know
0: like what do you do yeah
1: i'm sure i hope he's over it i'm sorry you know who you are <laughs> <laughs>
0: i hope he's listening need more fans <laughs> <laughs> I could probably
1: figure out how to get a hold of him. Like, I listen, I mentioned yeah, on a podcast. Yeah, I could be like, here, listen to this.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. It's my apology. Mm-hmm. Over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, the first time I ever made a boy cry was my high school boyfriend. Oh. It's not even, this is going to surprise you. It's an
1: emotional time.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Of course, he was like my first love. I thought we were in love, right? You do when you're a junior in high school. Absolutely. We have been dating like on and off for a year and... um. He was over at my house and we were kissing on the couch. Oh. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. doing what high schoolers do. And um, I remember Monty Python and the Holy Grail was playing on the TV in the nice. background. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. Um, and then all of a sudden he looks up and he starts crying and he said, This is just so beautiful. Oh, and I was like, No, come on, man, pull yourself together.
1: With Monty Python and the Holy Grail playing in the background.
0: See, I do have some really strange experiences in the dating world.
1: And you you broke up with him on the spot, right?
0: No, I actually was like, I was wrapped up in the love, man. I was like, oh, he loves me so much. Oh, you you ate it up. I ate it up. And then now (laughs) I look back on it and I'm like, ugh. I fell for that. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) Gross. <laughs> oh, he's probably listening to this going, Oh my God. Well, we're
1: not you know, we're not naming names, so
0: No, but all of my friends know who he is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just comes with the Well, character.
1: none most of my friends don't know who I was dating when I was twelve years old. So
0: Are you still friends with anyone from when you were from
1: when I was really little? When you were twelve? Um, to a certain degree. Um, I had two really good friends that I um was friends with uh, in elementary school who both moved away after we were done with elementary school. Um, but they, uh, we still keep in touch on Facebook and oh, which is kind of nice because it's nice to see what their lives are like. And they're, they're both married and um, one of them has kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to see that. And then they get to see what hijinks I'm up to because I'm not married and I don't have kids. Oh,
0: so very true. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it. Keep it moving and shaken. Sure. <laughs> yes. I like absolutely. <laughs> I like that we were talking about stalkers a little earlier. <laughs> I was telling you about that, and <laughs> I think you should
1: tell everyone. And okay. I, I. So she asked me if I, if I've had a, ever had a stalker, and I think I said, I said nope, and I said I'm, I'm really not that interesting, which is true. <laughs> I'm really not. Please don't stalk me. Yeah.
0: but you did say that if you had a stalker that you'd want like the nice kind that like left you flowers and chocolates sure
1: yeah (laughs) I mean if it's a if it's a stalker who's gonna like you know yeah leave you little notes that tell you you're beautiful and you know leave you chocolates and you know fyi like Reese's um (laughs) and you know I then I don't necessarily see the harm in it but like I said you know if it's a stalker who's gonna like peek through my bedroom window and slash my tires and you know I don't know like not leave, welcome leave me vials <laughs> of their blood or something oh like that you know like I mean we could get really morbid with this um, I would not be into that but that's really gross <laughs> sorry so funny
0: this, is your, this is your
1: Halloween episode right I know
0: right <laughs> Did did I tell you, I don't know if I told you um, or if I told Julia, our mutual friend, that um, there was a guy who I'd been working with um, in, like, more southern Oregon. And he was, like, and we were talking and we were, like, friends. It was, like, hey, yeah, how are you? Like, you know, it wasn't, like, a scary situation. He's, like, yeah, sometimes I come up. And I was, like, okay, like, whatever. I never expected him to, like, actually come up. But he came up to my place of work and, like, brought me a little... Easter basket of candy it was an Easter and he was like he like wrote me a little Easter card and like was not what I expected but then he wanted like I deliberately went out to go see clients and then came back and he still was there like he had like waited around for me waited for you he did, and um, he expected me to just, like, stop working, and, like, he was, like, oh, you don't have a lot of time, like, he was really bummed out that I couldn't, like, spend time with him, but... But you didn't
1: know he was coming. I
0: didn't until that morning. Yeah. And he went, um, so we went out into one of the benches and sat out there, and he was talking to me, he's moving back to a different country, and he was, like, yeah, I need to pack up all my mom's, like, I have all these, like, figurine dolls, and I was like, <laughs> Are
1: those the figurines of all the women that he's stalked or something? <laughs> They're commemorative. There's probably a little a little Josephine
0: <laughs> doll now in whatever country he's in. It's scary. <laughs> like, I can handle it. I mean, like, I think I can, like, you know, put up my... Put up your dukes. I, <laughs> my dukes?
1: Yeah. Oh. Haven't you ever heard that term before? No. Put up your dukes. I don't know what it means, but... <laughs> It's like some to put up your fists. Oh like, yeah, I can
0: fight. Yeah, I could beat somebody's butt. I believe it. <laughs> PG <PG-13>. thirteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> 1997. Keep it clean. PG-13. Um. All right. So, what is the most embarrassing food moment that you've had?
1: I know you told me you told me about this earlier today, and I feel like I feel like I don't I don't you don't I don't know. I mean, I probably do. I mean, or drink like any drinks
0: I, that you've squirted oh, yeah. out your nose.
1: No, you know, that's actually never happened oh to me before. God. I've never had anything besides snot come <laughs> out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah I don't I I'm fascinated by that actually that people actually have that ability to have things come out their nose because they want dab. well I'm sure they don't but it's never happened to me and I yeah um I mean I've had plenty of times where I've like taken a drink and like I don't know missed my mouth or something <laughs> and it like all spills down the front of your shirt and stuff and yeah I but an embarrassing food moment I mean I'm sure like I'm always you know paranoid that I have like food in my teeth like after I eat and um, I'll
0: tell you I'm like the best I'm like the girl you want around because I'll tell you if there's something in your teeth or if your breast smells like garlic
1: yeah yeah which I appreciate that we need more people like you out there (laughs) so direct like that yeah exactly (laughs) you should tell it you should try next time you should try telling that to somebody that you don't even know
0: what that I'm direct
1: No, no no try telling them like find somebody you know maybe in our place of work that's got something in their teeth and just go up to them and point it out. Be like, you have something in your teeth.
0: I have a really funny, embarrassing drink. It's a drink story. Actually, Okay.
1: Maybe if you tell your story, it'll
0: make me remember something. Okay. That happened. So I was at, um, my, an appointment with my counselor and, um, like they have those, like, um, is it Nesquik? Like cappuccino. Yeah. Like, like instant- the powder. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We had the, I had some Nesquik cappuccino and, um, So it was like the last little swig, like it was maybe like two tablespoons. And I was like, I could just like throw that back while she's talking, like be done with my cappuccino, throw away the cup, like it'll be great. (laughs) throw it back, and it's way more than two tablespoons, by the way. It's more like five tablespoons that I try to chug all at once. And like right as it's, like I throw it back, In my mouth. I already know (laughs) this is going to be good. (laughs) It like starts to go down the wrong, like like a tube, if that's what you would call it. Mm It goes around the wrong tube while my mouth is still full and my cheeks are like expanded full of instant cappuccino and i just start like coughing and i spray cappuccino all over her like she's across from me all over her nice therapy room no all over her body oh my it was like i projectile vomited (laughs) all over her with cappuccino i was like so embarrassed and she's like oh it's okay that's that happens i was like no (laughs) really
1: that happens to her what is she saying to her <laughs> clients?
0: It was really funny. And then bad.
1: and then, did she tell you, by the way, Josephine, this is going to be our last
0: session together. <laughs> yeah. This is an extra copay. <laughs> I, I'm
1: referring you to another provider. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but it was really funny because it literally was like I was coughing with a mouth full of liquid. And <laughs> it just sprayed all over her, all over the room. I was like, and I'm pretty sure it was, she was wearing like khaki pants, too. <laughs> Of course. Of course. <laughs> like. I'm the worst. <laughs> That's a good
1: story. It didn't, it didn't unfortunately make me remember anything okay. well, embarrassing.
0: I was able to share. Well, we're actually coming up on our time. That went by really, really? Fast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Maybe we can wait till Tyler gets here and we can do a little,
1: yeah,
0: a little baby episode with him. Yeah. We can talk about stalkers. He loves talking. about. Can people. I plug my blog? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, Addy, why don't you plug your blog? <laughs>
1: Isn't that what being a guest is all about, that I get to I get to talk about what I what what I do and what's cool about me or something. Yeah. Or cool about my blog. Plug it. Okay, so um, I have a food blog, um, and I post, I try to post uh, at least once or twice a month, um, and basically it's just recipes um, for things that I make. Uh, I really like to uh, bake and cook for my friends. It's basically turned into more of a baking blog mm-hmm. uh, than a cooking blog, and it's a lot of fun. I really like it. I kind of do it more for myself. I started doing it in grad school uh, when I was getting my degree and it was a good way to kind of escape and do something completely opposite of what I was going to school for and I really like taking food photography too so it was kind of just a way to showcase all of that stuff and Mm -hmm. I usually will plug it on my Facebook page and on Instagram um, but that's about it I don't
0: really we can put your website on a link on our Facebook page right yes Okay. Absolutely. And you're also on Pinterest. I'm also on Pinterest, too. Yeah. I said it wrong. Pinterest is what I said. I call it
1: Pinterest.
0: Pinterest? Pinterest. Pinterest. (laughs) Okay. Did you find out what your website is? I did. Yeah. Do you want me to say it?
1: Okay. My website is Addie, A-D-D-I-E, and then it's uh, what do you call this? What's that? The little. A dash. A dash. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So it's addie, A-D-D-I-E dash delightfully distracted.blogspot.com. And you can check out my recipes and, uh, everything that I put on there is usually really easy. Um, I try to make it really simple, um, for people to follow along and make, uh, the things that I like to make as well. Um, And, yeah, some of the stuff is uniquely mine, and then some of the stuff is stuff that I've, um, you know, taken from other... cooks and bakers mm. and stuff, but I give them all credit.
0: Well, you can take my um my uh, chicken taco recipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: jo made delicious chicken tacos for me and she's going to feed me some cheesecake
0: too. I won't let her forget. Yeah, it's, it's gluten-free. But anyway, Addie, I know you and you like to read. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a once a month book segment Um, and this month on August 29th, we are doing the book Quiet and it's by Susan Cain. She does TED Talks oh yeah 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 -hmm. the whole book is about introverts and like how introverts yeah but it's interesting so far to read it but if you're a fast reader and you can read (laughs) that quick you should read it
1: yeah I'm actually going um on a trip soon so I need some uh reading for the plane so
0: yeah and so follow along because we'll post on our website and on our Facebook page but um it's going to be different books every time nice so this one is just a intras introspective is that the way you say it Introspective sure. you're an introvert aren't you
1: uh I would say I'm a little bit of both I'm like an intro extrovert
0: you know what that's actually called what she is talks that about it in the book she does yeah it's an ambivert ambivert I'm an ambivert it's ambivert it kind of sounds like a weird like mix between a beaver and like a amethyst yeah <laughs> I don't know what that would be actually. You mean like the rock?
1: Like an amethyst? <laughs> like an amethyst like a gem. <laughs> and a beaver. I'll I'll <laughs> I'd prefer to be compared to an amethyst than a beaver. <laughs> but
0: ambivert.
1: I like ambivert.
0: Check that out. Yeah. And then the last thing we are ending it with today. Yes. Is a strange perspective that you had as a child.
1: Okay, I've had some time to think about this. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited here. There was a, a long time ago when I was really little, um, I remember that my um, godmother and her family uh, took us up to. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you where it was, but it was some, I think it was somewhere here in Oregon and it was some high peak that's like really windy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's like an area it's like at the top, it's like a lookout point and it's like incredibly windy. It's like always got hurricane force winds or something like that. I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. But I remember that we went up there and we went, I think we were in like a van and Did it tip over? No, but it was shaking. It was like moving really quickly and I I don't even remember how old I was. I think I might have been like seven or eight, maybe a little bit older than that. And everybody was getting out of the van and they were all so excited. Everybody was so excited. And I could see how windy it was. I mean, people were like moving, like the wind was like carrying them and the car was definitely being shaken by these wind gusts and they wanted me to come out too. And I was so terrified. I thought for sure if I stepped out of that van that I would have been blown away and I would have <laughs> like blown right off of this mountain. And they tried so hard. They tried so hard to get me out of that van um, and I would not do it. And I remember I was crying. I was crying <laughs> so hard and I, it was very traumatizing. And then, Finally, they gave up. and um, But then every time for a long time, every time I came to visit my godmother and her family, they would always bring it up. <laughs> even <laughs> like, even like not now necessarily, but even like a few years ago, like I still, they would all be like, hey, remember that time we took you to that mountain and you didn't want to get out of the car? and
0: Aww. Yeah, I hate that when people bring up crap. From I know the past. it was like,
1: well, <laughs> I was seven, so I mean, I remember it because it was traumatizing. But yeah,
0: <laughs> I had a I shared this on the last podcast, but um, one of mine was as a child. I always thought that um, like sitcoms, like Full House and stuff like that, that they would feed their um, the they would feed the audience sugar cubes to get mm-hmm. them hyper and make mm-hmm. them laugh. Oh, I just remembered something
1: else. Okay. <laughs> So did you, you've seen the movie Pretty Woman, right? Yeah. Okay. So I watched that at a young age. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how old I was, but I just really liked it because I loved Julia Roberts. And, you know, she like wore the cute blonde wig and she got all dressed up. And I just thought she was awesome. And there's the one scene where they're in the hotel room and she's with Richard Gere and she pulls out um, these things that are in wrappers and she's like fanning (laughs) them out to Richard Gere. (laughs) and i thought they were candy <laughs> and i remember saying something to my mom That's about great. like look at look at all those mints <laughs> look at all those colorful mints they were like you know pink and blue and green and then she had like that gold one and stuff and i remember like thinking that is so cool she's giving richard gear candy <laughs> And then it wasn't until I was much older that it kind of hit me. I was like, that is not candy. No. Those are condoms. (laughs) and my mom you know she she never i don't think she ever corrected me like she just let me go along thinking that richard that r- julia roberts was giving richard gere candy in his hotel room in the middle of the night in the middle of the night i mean i off. i'm not going to lie i would not turn down candy in the middle of the night by so Julie, never mind. But, well sure by anybody i mean i guess that's not that's not a metaphor. That is not I I'm really talking about candy now. Like like I, real candy. Like, like real candy. Yeah. Cups. Like like I said Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
0: Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. Beep beep boop 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 beep beep. Thanks for listening to The Strange in the City podcast. Thanks Addie for being here. Will you come back? <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.